0: Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It is September 10th, 2023. We are currently in the month of fortitude and resilience, and that falls under the discipline of will. Our episode today is 253, Preparing on the Sunny Day. So with that, I'll go ahead and jump into our quote for today. Here's a lesson to test your mind's mettle. Take part of a week in which you have only the most meager and cheap food. Dress scantly in shabby clothes and ask yourself if this is really the worst that you feared. It is when times are good that you should gird yourself for tougher times ahead. For when fortune is kind, the soul can build defenses against her ravages. So it is that soldiers practice maneuvers in peacetime, erecting bunkers with no enemies in sight, and exhausting themselves under no attack. So when it comes, they won't grow tired. Seneca, Moral Letters, eighteen, dot five through six. In this passage, Seneca highlights a valuable lesson for testing the resilience of one's mind. He suggests a practical exercise. Spend a portion of your week living with the simplest and cheapest food, wearing modest and worn clothing, and then reflect on whether this situation is as dreadful as you may have initially feared. This exercise challenges our fears and comforts by putting us in a situation we might perceive as adverse. The deeper lesson here is that during prosperous times, one should prepare for potential adversity. Seneca compares this to soldiers training during peacetime, constructing fortifications, and enduring strenuous drills when there is no immediate threat. By doing so, they become better equipped to face challenges when they inevitably arise. In essence, Seneca advises us, not to become complacent during good times. Instead, he encourages us to fortify our minds and spirits so that we are better prepared to navigate difficult circumstances when they arise. This proactive approach helps us build resilience and face life's challenges with greater strength and equanimity. So that led us to today's journal prompt... How can I prepare for the losses I fear? That which I fear losing is not necessarily tangible things in nature as Seneca is alluding to in his writing. My fears are geared toward losing relationships, personal freedoms, and security. Progress, whether that's in my goals and aspirations, or my mental state, is another thing that I'm afraid to lose. Scarily, I don't worry so much about losing my good health. As far as material possessions are concerned, there is much less anxiety buzzing around the potential stripping of such luxuries. Personally, I feel like I already do this practice of living a more humble or simple way for more than an extended time than what is being suggested here. There are times where I, indeed, have lost hot water, or find myself eating food that is cheap or lacking in quality. These periods are longer than I'd like to admit at times, although I do take pride in the fact that I'm, while I may have gotten a little too hungry over the years, I always make sure to keep my dog alive and well, first and foremost. There are many layers to the thoughts and ideas laid out in Seneca's text. He points out that it is a poor choice to become complacent during prosperous times. In other words, to become fat and happy. How happy you are when the food rations run dry matters much more than when there is an abundance, in my opinion opinion at least. We should prepare ourselves to have composure and resolve in the face of difficulties as they are guaranteed to rise no matter the life or journey that you are experiencing or striving for. They are simply different types and sets of problems. When I look back on some of my past, I definitely get too comfortable in times of success or surplus. I've seen myself get angry or sad, over losing said excess, accolades, and luxuries. I've also witnessed the damage done by these poor choice of reactions to what I perceive as misfortune. This is why it's important to have reminders, habits, and practices put in place that better prepare me mentally for life's ups and downs, so I don't get motion sick and take it out on everyone else. The so called good times that I reflect on are focused on times where I had material successes and not the more virtuous riches, such as a resilient mindset, self control, or compassionate communication within my relationships. So, really, I'm worrying about things that don't matter in the grand scheme. Quite honestly, as I ponder this subject more and more, I am reminded of times in which I embraced adversity on purpose when times are going well and just may not have realized, consciously at least, that I was doing so and cultivating a resilient mindset in the process. A practical example of preparing for loss or adversities that I recently did was took a cold shower. This simple and quick action helps me prove to myself that I'm capable of doing more than I let myself believe. It shows me that my mind often, through fears, makes a challenge or task seem harder or more miserable than it really is or needs to be. For instance, the days where I have the most negativity surrounding work are the ones in which, before even showing up, I start thinking about how things can go awry. Riding a bike throughout the year, including most of the wintry months as my main form of transportation, is another way to test my grit building both mental and physical fortitude in the process. When I first started riding my bike in the winter, I had so many doubts and fears about slipping on ice or getting into an accident. However, I pushed through those fears and just went for it. I realized that it wasn't as bad as I had imagined. In fact, facing the elements head-on actually made me feel stronger and more resilient. It taught me that sometimes the hardest part is just getting started, and once you do, you'll find that you're capable of so much more than you think. Letting go of the fear of losing something is the best way to be prepared for the loss. If it is expected that a loss should occur, and I don't let it alter how I feel or act, then it loses its impact and power. This isn't to say that I shouldn't try to prevent bad things from happening, simply that I need to start accepting that they do, and that I don't have power over the event just how I interpret it. The losses that I fear are kind of trivial, and honestly, easy to get over when lost. The sentiment or value in these things come from my thoughts about them, and what they mean or how they affect me. Ultimately, by accepting that losses are an unavoidable part of life, and acknowledging that their significance lies in our own perception, we can minimize their impact on our well-being. Instead of dwelling on the loss itself, I can focus on the lessons learned and the personal growth that can arise from such experiences. Adopting this mindset allows me to navigate through life with resilience, and an unwavering sense of self, finding solace in the knowledge that my true worth is not defined by material possessions or external circumstances. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today so that I can continue doing what's essential to me. I'm eager to continue to learn more about myself and continue developing new or unused skills. I hope that I do get more opportunities to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love, and I also need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life take time. I enjoy journaling as it helps me to reflect daily, and everyone should try it for a while at least. I feel really good about getting these thoughts out, even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.